That title, not the title, but that piece of song, Freedom's Just Another Word for Nothing Left to Lose, actually makes Howard Tolman's column on Inc.com today. Thanks for joining us, Howard. How are you? Good, good, and Happy New Year to you. Happy, healthy New Year. That's all we can hope for, right? Uh, Howard is a serial entrepreneur and educator, venture capitalist, and has an article that millions of people read on Inc.com. And and why did you incorporate that that piece of that song? Well, it's it's funny. I mean, I think everybody thinks about freedom and flexibility and choice. And in the real world, you know, when we look at evaluating employees and prospective employees and when I talk to college uh, graduates who are about to enter the work world, you know, I, I try to explain to them that job jumping is probably the worst thing you can do. And yet I'm fighting the wave of, you know, parents saying, uh, you know, chase your bliss and uh, professors saying, you know, the world's your oyster. And, and I'm like, you know, a resume that has like uh, six one year jobs as opposed to uh, staying at a place and actually learning your craft and making a contribution is not very attractive these days. But we're, you know, we're not telling kids that we're telling them, uh, you know, keep making your choices and keep your options open. And, you know, honestly, in my view, that doesn't make you a particularly attractive employee. And so the point of this was to keep saying uh, that, you know, what have you got to lose by changing your jobs? Well, you've got a lot to lose. You know, employers look for stability. They look for people who are building their skills and people who are committed. Uh, You know, I understand that things aren't going to work out, but if every time the going gets tough, you jump to another job or you say, I'm going to go do something different, uh, pretty soon the message is going to get through to uh, employers that you're not a, a good investment going forward. Howard, in your article on Inc.com today, I I went, oh, no, because you said telling our kids too many times that they can be anything they want to be. And then you went on. I was like, I told my kid that I, I still tell him that I shouldn't tell him that. Right. Well, you know, it's funny because I, you know, look, there's always modifiers. The modifier I say about you can be anything you want to be is, you know, something that I write all the time in these articles, and that is you earn the right to do things your own way. Okay. So it's sort of a variation of the same theme, which is, look, I get that, you know, you may want to do things differently, but first do it the way that uh, the boss wants you to do it. And then, you know, then start to work on choices and options and things like that. So, yeah, you can be anything you want to be, but you can't be everything at the same time. And you can't keep changing your mind. You know, people have to make a commitment because ultimately, you know, what we entrepreneurs value among, you know, probably above everything else is persistence and perseverance. You know, we want people who stick with it and, uh, you know, telling them that they can do whatever they want uh, is is not doing them a favor. It's not doing them a favor. They can have any career they want ultimately, but whatever they set their mind to, they have to stick to at least long enough to give it a fair shot. And I guess that's really the bottom line. Howard Tolman is an American serial entrepreneur, venture capitalist, educator, writer, lecturer, art collector. Did you set goals or do you resolve to do things differently in the new year? Well, you know, it's funny. I just saw an article by a guy. uh, He said for 2022, he set 75 goals. He didn't even mention how many of those he achieved. But he said he said this year he was focusing on 12 goals. 
And listen, I think it's important to have a few things, but I think if you list too many anythings, you're basically saying, I'm going to be a mile wide and an inch deep. So um, I focused on a few things. I want to stop drowning in information. I want to go for real relationships as opposed to digital relationships. I want to improve some of my own skills. I want to be more patient. But here's a flash. My phone has actually made me more patient because I can kid myself when I'm having to stand in line or wait for something, which I you know, am constitutionally incapable of doing. <laughs> if I've got my phone, you know, I can pretend that I'm being productive. You know, and, so, and I say pretend because we all waste an enormous amount of time looking at you know, garbage on our phones. But it has made me a better sport about having to wait for things. Uh, our conversation is sponsored by CareerVision.org. My guess is you're not sitting there scrolling stupid things that are posted on social media. You're probably learning something if you're on your phone standing in line. That could be. I mean, I certainly find that uh, the Kindle and my phone have, have made me uh, able to do, do more reading, and that's something that I really do relish. What's different about because an entrepreneur? I think you never stop learning. What, what sets an entrepreneur apart from the rest of us who have not ventured into that world you know i don't i think that uh, in this day and age we're all entrepreneurs i don't think there's a line the job description may be different but if you don't think that even in a company even in a business that's been around 100 years that you have to you still have to take responsibility for your own life your own career you have to keep learning you have to be entrepreneurial even if you don't have the job description you know, entrepreneur, whatever that means these days. And and frankly, every athlete calls themselves an entrepreneur now. Every musician calls themselves an entrepreneur. And by the way, for good reason, because it's the only way that these folks are ever going to control their own fates. Interesting. I've always perceived entrepreneurs to be anyone in business forging their own way, not just the person that's creating that business or directing that vision. I thought, like you said, we, we all have that spirit in us, and it's how you succeed in this world. Uh, totally. Talk to me totally. And, I, and I, think, I think it's all based also on one other thing. You need to have a boss that is evaluating results and effort and not, you know, uh, other things. And if you have that kind of a boss, you know, I always tell kids, get a good job with a smart person first before you try to roll your own. <laughs> Absolutely. And are we moving away from the resume that is all academic into a more skilled-based resume these days? For sure. For sure. I think that, you know, it used to be that uh, we regretted all the kids that were leaving IIT or University of Illinois and going to the coasts. And now, frankly, even startups are saying, you know, I don't want to do on-the-job training. I want to find somebody who's done this for five or ten years that can help me grow my business in a logical fashion. So I think that we're looking for resumes that have, and this is good news because we've got a, we've got millions of people who are going to be in job transitions, as you said. Uh, I think that a resume that has some experience on it is going to be far more important than somebody who's just entering the workforce. Thank you so much for joining us, Howard. Happy New Year. All right. Take care. Stay healthy. Howard Tolman on the Lisa Dent Show. Somebody sent in a text and said, as for young women, many of us had to change jobs for increased opportunity and income. As for older people, many men and women are continually laid off 
leading to decreased income and career opportunity. Love talking to Howard. Stick around. Jillian Richardson is going to talk about loneliness and why Chicago is one of the loneliest cities in America. That's on the way after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WG.